Anyways, man, fuck all that shit, man. What's everyone sipping on today, bruv? So you got a different liquid in your glass than usual. No wine today, Tev. What's that? Not today. Like I said, you not caught me slipping. I didn't. I didn't get to the shops fast enough, so I just yeah, had to man. pour a little Jack Daniels with some with some apple juice. I don't really yeah. drink channels too tough anymore, but it's what's in the house, so that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Strongwell Weds, as his name would suggest, on Strongwell. Of course. Listen, Weggs, let the pain go, bro. It's not at the bottom of a Strongwell can, my guy. Listen, <laughs> 2021, I'm going to get a new crate. I'm going to make sure this sponsored it. Has she not come back from Dubai yet, man? Love it. Have you ever yeah. thought that she live in Dubai? <laughs> Yeah. Right, fair you, enough. Have you ever thought, have I not just gone there because of COVID? If you see me in Dubai, I know where he's visiting the love of his life if he's in Dubai still. Fuck Dubai, bro. Fuck Dubai. That's the indication. She posted, yeah, she posted, she posted the, the meal where she was at Salt Bay, innit? That's why you're saying fuck yeah. Dubai. Now. Salt Bay, Salt Bay was spreading. Solbay had the soul over her shoulder, just just doing too much, bro. Too close contact, bro. Hey, it's meant to be social distance. What are you doing, big man? What are you doing? Wait, what, what, are you, what are you drinking right now, mate? <laughs> saying, man. Saying lot, man. I'm only drinking uh, water today, but I'll be on the red wine later, bro. You know? Dead guy. What, Dead guy. Chalice. Yeah, my chalice, bro. Come on, man. You have to uphold. As work said, I need what to... What about you? Silent, silent Dan, what are you sipping on today? I'm, I'm drinking tea, bro. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Sunday is God's day, man. Man, hey, I will drink no, normal tea or chamomile. Lebanon, man, don't do me like that, bro. That's deep. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm you joking. Bro. Heaven, bro. Nah, you drink yeah. wine in church. It's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's. I don't think anyone's drinking wine. That's not logical, bro. Man's looking like that controversial. That's no, I just said I don't think anyone's drinking wine today. So you're getting on to everyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm just, but I'm just yeah. saying. I'm saying. I'm chatting in it. Nah, bro. That is hilarious. Yeah. Man said you drink wine in church, but yeah, you man watched uh, you man watched the AJ fight last night. Yep. Yeah. Did I did I did man? What were your thoughts? Nine was it um, round nine? You got the knockout. Mm. I've never seen a guy smile so much in Puglia was getting banged. Them man are built different, bruv. Built different. He, he, he definitely yeah. had he definitely had a tie ski or a tenets before he came out to fight, man. He was. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised when he was leaving the, when he was leaving the arena. I'm sure he was wearing Lonsdale crepes with bootcut jeans, from I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> the way man was moving, man was smiling. I said, "Big man, you you know you're getting pumped, you know." Like what? Bro, what listen, was, nah. when, you, when you was born in Soviet Union days, yeah, it makes everyone a little bit mad, doesn't it? Do you yeah, know what I'm yeah. yeah. Do you know? No, do you know what was crazy though? Like, I need to try and find the clip of this later on. But did you not see after the fight, he was still coming up to AJ like, "You, you know who I am." I'm, he was chatting shit like, "Bro, you just got spun out and you're getting up to talk rubbish." Like, it's the, way, it's the way he kind of like because I remember seeing it. He got the knockdown. Like AJ got the knockdown, and then Manka comes back up, and you could tell that he was done. He's just there for like half a second and then just give that one-two combination. He just dropped. I was like, it was so funny, bro. That's the way it. he just put the exclamation mark on that win was just like, do you know what? <laughs> I do would have. Um, I don't know what them do yet, but you know I would have thought um, AJ would have done it sooner, but because um, he had, he had him what around round four, round five when he was he was pummeling pummeling uh, Round three, it was round three. That yeah, fight should have been. That, I, fight, I, I, that fight should have hundred percent been stopped in round three. Yeah, I, mm. I thought like after that we will get to like round five or round six, and that's when the knockout came. But Puliev, you know, he was taking banks, he was taking banks, and then round nine, that was it. Boy. But he got like, a bit of a second window halfway through the match. He kind of yeah. came back into it a little bit, but, but I thought he really did. Knew I actually thought he did well after the two knockdowns, I think, in round three. Mm. I think he might have actually won, like, round five or six. I can't remember which one. But he definitely, for me, he won one round. And I was like, bro, AJ, what's going on, bro? 
you don't look like you're getting on point. But the funny thing, which I don't know if anyone clocked, the ref, the amount of times he said, no slapping in the head, no slapping in the head. <laughs> they're <laughs> banging each other up in the back of the head. Bad. How, how many times he was bringing out? Hello, late punches, bro. Yeah, rabbit punches. But yeah, man. Nah, it was it was a good fight for AJ to come back. It was a performance that I, I, I do you know what? In all honesty, I wouldn't say it was a convincing performance. It was a decent performance against an 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 average or so so opponent. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he was methodical. He was he was boxing well, hmm. but you would expect him to box better than this man. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like I said, I think one of the telling things as well after the fight is when they were asking him questions about who do you want to fight next? Are you going to fight Tom uh, Fury next or whatever? He was just, you know, dipping and duck, dipping and ducking, dodging. Not really trying to say, yes, I okay, want to fight Fury next. Man was, saying, but, man was saying, let the fans, let the fans answer that. It's like, come well, on, By the man. time that fight happens, we'll both be living on Mars, man. We'll all have a colony on Mars by the time that fight happens. Nah, I'll be honest with you. I have, I have big, big, big expectations that that fight is going to happen in the next year or two. Especially if, if we're back, if we're allowed back outside, that's when it's most likely. Because I think this is a fight where they would want to make the most. It's probably yeah. it's going to be the biggest boxing fight in British history. Yeah. So they want it to be in a position where it can make the most money. So they'll have to have ticket sales and blah blah blah. But what the sad thing about that is, I don't even think it's going to happen in England. I genuinely think it's going to happen in Vegas. You think so? Nah. Yeah, I think it will happen in Vegas. I promise you. I, like, I it's the biggest boxing. Um, I would love it to be in Wembley, but yeah, yeah I don't know, man. I part of me thinks that they're going to do it in Vegas, but we'll see in it. Dan, I was going to say, Dan, you uh, you called uh, round six out. Yeah, I was off still. Um, that was a worrying performance. Really? That's how I put it. If we're, if we're looking forward to Tyson, mm. that was a worrying oh. performance. Now, <laughs> the reason why AJ, yeah, I feel he was hesitant. I don't know if it's because he's scared or doesn't want to rush in or worried. I don't know what it is. But he seemed hesitant. Now, if he's hesitant against Pulev and you got Tyson with his little jitter, making man skank all over the gaff, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna have trouble. Uh-uh, he man. is gonna have so much trouble. And I want him to smack up Fury for saying all lives matter. So wow. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm worried, bruv. Yeah, oh, Fury wow, Fury said gypsies face the same racism as black people, so all lives matter. So AJ needs to bang him in the face and knock him he out. Did. But right now, I can't lie, I don't see that happening. Huh? Yeah. I, no, no, you're right. I do think, yeah, like after the first three rounds, I was expecting him to, you know, okay, go on, man. Like, he like boxed smart. Don't get it twisted. He boxed smart. But like I said, I feel like there was a bit of hesitance in him. Even when, because I think even when he knocked him in the third round, I think in the back of his mind, he's thinking, rah, I rushed in when I, with the Ruiz thing. That's the thing. I got slapped. So I feel like that's still in the back of his mind. And like I said, if he's moving hesitant against Tyson, Tyson's going to have him skanking all over the ring because that's how Tyson's thing is he's awkward and just you don't know what he's doing, innit? And unless you're sure of yourself, he's going to take advantage of that. In all honesty, I think genuinely, it's it's, it's another interesting one where when he was talking about which which AJ is going to come out, is it going to be the brawler? Is it going to be the boxer who's looking to pick he his He couldn't shots? decide himself, man. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, when he fights Tyson Fury, it's going to be... He's going to get outclassed as a boxer. If he tries yeah. to box Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury will run rings around him. Yeah, and exactly. if it goes down to points, Tyson Fury will win. Like, I feel like... No about my mind. I get the notion that with AJ, man's kind of learning on the job, innit? Do you get me? Like, with every fight, he's learning to box a really? bit better. Yeah. man doesn't really have, like... I was thinking about it, it doesn't really have like an amateur record, an amateur background like that, like a lot of these other dons. 
So I get the fact, I get like, I feel like he becomes like a more technical boxer with every fight. Do you get me? Like, 100%. Not, he's, he's, well, he's learning how to become a better boxer. I so did, no, I agree with you on that. A little test, you get me? But like, this is why I think, like you said, if you were to fight, fight Fury, Fury will probably outbox him because he's a better technical boxer at this point. But obviously, AJ, um, yeah, AJ has the tools to develop that. He just needs to get more fights. But well, Fury's a cheat anyway, according to Wilder, so... Man's gonna have oh, get, man's get gonna get have weights here, in the glove, bro. He's gonna have weights in the glove. You still talk about that nigga? Yeah, get get wilder out of here, man. A lot, man. That one punch man. man. That guy that fights like a rude man outside visions, man. Get him out of here, man. Bro, he doesn't fight like, like name, a man. coronet road man. You know a coronet um elephant in the castle, bro. Man fights. <laughs> yeah, that, that man. Guy. Why are you supporting the white man knocking the black man down, bro? Nah, man. Like, like Wilder said. Like Wilder said. This is what they've been doing to our people for years. And you, man, are moving like Samuel Jackson <laughs> in the jungle. Yeah, I'm dead. Brother's garbage, yeah. I'm surrounded by Uncle Ruckuses, man. I'm surrounded by Uncle Ruckuses. All of you. All of you, man. All of you, man. Brother's garbage, bro. Get him out of here, man. I don't condone for any of that. Yeah. So one, no, one, you know what? Man. Who did? Wow, wow, the man. Did you, man, see the video, though? Of what? what video? Where Wilder done the dramatic thing about Tyson cheating. I think that's right. When he's like the glove bent or something like that, or some crazy thing. It's just like, and, come he, on, and how it left a dent in his head, so it must be an egg weight in his glove. Puts weights in his gloves, bro. I don't rate Tyson, man. <laughs> no, man. This is this is one of them conspiracies, bro. What's going on? Saying dad, bro, dad. Wilder said it. He was in the Donald Trump out there with them conspiracies, my guy. Charles, have you not, sorry, this is a sidetrack. Have you not seen Donald Trump's latest latest interview? Uh, he was he was somewhere saying, "Yeah, I could I could still win the election if something something happens." We're like, big man, that was like four weeks ago. It's over, guy. Nah, <laughs> it's he finished. He don't cry, take, don't bang. He wants to take it to the court so it can be postponed. Can't lie, when this guy isn't in charge of the country of the charge of US, I love this guy, bro. It's gonna be lit. Nah, I can't lie. Hilarious. Bro. He's gonna be the most entertaining post president campaign bro. you've ever seen. Obama was just there doing dinners and a couple of yeah. things here and there. We ain't really heard much shooting of Donald Trump. Shooting a basketball here and yeah. there. Trust me, he's shooting a basketball here and there. Donald Trump, oh, we're going to see him, bro. We're going to see him on live oh, television talking crud. Bro, I, I think he might even tell us about the run ups on stage like Kanye, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How Biden's doing a speech. Trust me. I'm going to let you finish in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> But I had the best presidency run of all time. Oh, that's coming. That's actually coming. That is so coming. I think, you know what? You're absolutely right. I think he's going to be, he's going to be probably Biden's most tough critic. Because he's going to be doubting and mentioning everything. Oh, I would have done this. I would have done that. I should be the president. Four years of fire tweets, man. (laughs) Fire tweets, man. Twitter fingers to the max. (laughs) I want to see if he's going to be like on media platforms as much as when he was cussing them. Because when I'm shouting fake news... Yeah. Boy, the way he can't be moving mad if if he's on all these news. Oh, no, he can. He will move mad. This is Donald Trump. He might go back and do the Apprentice again, bro. You oh, one thousand percent. He's gonna be there, and he's got every every reference is when I was the president, I had to make tough decisions like this, <laughs> and <laughs> doing all types of bullshit, man. Oh, that's so funny. But as you can see, Joe is not doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just praying Joe Biden can make it through the four years, bro. That nigga old. Boy. Nah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, Trump had COVID and they kept him alive and they lied to us about that. Yeah, that was the biggest. Well, whatever, whatever, whatever treatment they're giving, hey, Trump said, you know, Trump said, I'm built different. Uh, how about you guys? <laughs> what a gas head. Man was calm in four days. Uh, hey, no, nah, that guy's been, yes, he's, he's been pure comedy. I can't lie. He's given us moments, boy. 
Oh my goodness, that guy, inspirational, that guy, that guy, no, but it's actually crazy because we spoke about this before, Dan. When like when he was first getting elected, before he actually became president, Donald Trump got mad love from the black hip community and the hip hop community. Yeah, he man. was the guy everybody wants to be like Donald. No, honestly, yeah. go back and what? listen to the references. Yeah, yeah. 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 Trump was Air Trump references to in the nineties, in the nineties and and early two thousands. Yep, a lot of rappers. Yeah, man, a lot were, of rappers had love for Trump. Hundred. <laughs> Didn't Mac Miller have the tune Donald? I'm sure he had the tune called Donald Trump. God no. Yeah, 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 he did. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, that's our that's times change. Where he, he, he fucked up in prints, let alone, bro. Bro, he was like in the culture. He actually and Vince McMahon, brother, and WrestleMania shaving niggas' hairs, bro. This guy was out here, bro. That's true. That's true. Well, that, oh, that guy man. was a president, you know. What a wild, what a wild, okay, wild, wild, wild time. Now nah, we've got a fucking, we've got a half dead human person, bro. No, I come on, man. Don't count a Joe like that, man. Leave him alone. It's bro, Joe's got one foot in the grave, bro. Yeah, that's he ain't even stepped into office, and man, are canceling him already, bro. Nah, really man, go, I, no, I ain't canceling him. I, I he's called him half him, dead. <laughs> he, because he's half dead, bro. Anyway, anyway, on to more pressing matters. On to more pressing matters. Mind them sounding like they miss Trump already, bro. Trust, <laughs> trust, trust me, Chris. Nah, I I told you. When, um, this Uncle Ruckus thing is, when, um, is flying when, right now. When, um, when um, Joe Biden got um, uh, elected, yeah, someone tweeted, "Ah, oh, cool. Now we can go back to the racism that I grew up on." Bro, ah, I, I saw that. Bro, that was hilarious. I, that was hilarious. Oh, that was hilarious. Sorry, which is sad, which is real sad. Shout out to him and Kamala Harris, man. Kamala, my hopes are on you, man. I can't lie. But um, I'm sure. Sus. Hello. Who is sus? She's not up there, man, them fam. She's sus, man. Bon yeah, no, she is, but bruv, what else? Who else is there? Bro. Joe Biden. Who was West. The, Joe Biden, who was part of the crowd. <laughs> Kanye all. West, he wants to be president to redesign the suits, fam. Yeah, bruv. <laughs> Give me. Come, come, for your guy. Could do with a redesign. I hear him. All he wants to do is redesign. Put everyone in Yeezys, bro. That's all he wants to do, bro. Anyways, support Kanye. I see. Wex is backing it, bro. That's why he wants to change subject. See? Nah, nah, nah. Because I don't know why we got into this, boy. This is a match. Um, I'm sure everyone must have at this stage seen the incident that happened in the PSG game against Istanbul, Bashir about, mm. I think it was the fourth official that um, racially, I, I'm going to say describe, tried to describe, um, I think he's assistant manager for Istanbul. Who did Weber play for? I know him. Wait, go on. That what, did he, what exactly did he say? So he, I, I don't know how he got to it initially, but he's basically trying to tell the referee to send off, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, yeah, Weber, that was it. Um, he was trying to get him sent off because he must have done something on the bench or like he must have been out of the technical area or something like that. But then he, when he came over, he described him as a Negro. And I think that's what kicked everything off. There's a, there's, there's a little nuance in that. So basically, I think the official team for the game was from Romania. And when he was, they were speaking in Romanian to describe who he was, and then obviously, he, I think the word for black in Romanian is Negru. Mm. So I think when he said that, that's what he heard. And he's like, hold on, why are you calling me Negro? Negro, obviously he didn't understand. But even at the time, the fact of he used that word to be like, this, to be specifically like that black guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What no, I love though, true. first and foremost, what I love is Denver Bar. 
protect Demba Ba at all costs because Demba Ba was sticking it on him. He was sticking it on the ref like nah. Because he came, he came, he came and gave it a very, very valid opinion. Regardless of whether you said, oh, if you'd said book this guy, mm. why are you saying book this black guy? Yeah, you, know, yeah, you pointed out the fact that he's black. You wouldn't have said that if he was white. You would have just said book this guy. But because he's black, you're pointing that out as in you're now sticking the extra racial element into it. Do you know what I mean? So. Oh. Yeah, like I said, I think even the whole the whole answer of our oh, Negru is black and Romanian, this, that, the other, I'm not trying to hear that. At the end of the day, there's yeah, no problem. There's no point. Yeah, you, as a referee Bro, or an official. They have shirt numbers. Like. Yeah, exactly. And even then, it's not even, even then, it's not even about shirt numbers because he's a, he's a manager yeah, who's on the bench. So it's not even a player. You could literally uh, go and stand next to the man and say, this is the one you need to send off. Hmm. There's no need to, you know what I mean? This man it's is who you send off. Coach Webbo or whatever his, his name is or... You know what I mean? Know who they are. If you're official, you should know everybody's name, really, shouldn't you? Mm. That's the bottom line of a game. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it seems that like racism keeps on rearing its ugly head in the modern game here and then. And with all the campaign, it's not making no difference. At least they had the right, right response for once. Yeah, yeah Drew, that was the players. That was the players. Respect. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's Mbappe. It was Mbappe. Like I heard the audio of Mbappe saying, "Bro, like we can't play. Oh, I can't play with this guy's fourth, fourth official. Like it's, it's, it's done." And that I really respect. As you said, it was the right thing to do. It, it needs to be uni. Like, both teams need to be like, bruv, we can't stand this. We're walking off. That's what needs to happen when it happens in games. And it's nuts, yeah? We're in COVID. There's no fans. You would have thought, we would have heard this, but there's no fans, but it was the fourth official. And them who are employed to, you know, look after the players, etc. that happened. That's what makes it even worse as well. Like, you know, it's not like there's 60, 70,000 fans hailing abuse. It's a fourth official, so... Bro. Yeah, what's even crazier about that? Because I had that game and I, I was, well, no, I was, I was watching the Man United game, but obviously <sighs> they started talking about it saying, oh, it's been postponed. Yeah, that, that we'll no, we won't, we won't. But what was even crazier about like the halftime adverts on the UEFA coverage was there was adverts about saying no to racism. Do you know how wild that is? Regardless of whether the advert, the irony of it, say no to racism, but a game has literally just been postponed because one of your refs... Do you think that they have, like, internally within that referees commission, whatever, do you feel like they have, like, training on how to properly describe people? Because that thing, like, to play there was the way it went down, I can understand how it went down like that. You get me, but then you should just know better. You should know better to not do that because, especially in the times in whatever, like it's a possible mistake to make. You get me, and like there's a part of me that doesn't think that this guy should lose his job outright or whatever. But it's a case of saying you should know better in that kind of situation, and I think that's down to whatever governing body is teaching these people how to officiate their game. Nah, man, we're being too sympathetic. That's too sympathetic. That's way too sympathetic. I feel like, especially in the um, time we're in now, we need to make an example of this, uh, this done. I think what Temin said is key. Obviously, yes, you're saying it in his language, but the fact that that's in your language is problematic in itself. So, yes, UEFA should do a better um, job of educating these men, etc. But the fact that he said it in times like this where, you know, we're taking a knee in football. Bruv, you got to go. We need to make an example of you. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Like, Don't get me wrong. I'm not disputing that. But I'm saying, like... You're gonna get okay. Let's get let's get let's say this guy loses his job. He gets rid of this guy, innit? Somebody yeah. else is gonna come and make the same mistake, and then somebody else is eventually gonna come and make the same mistake. At a certain point, you need to be like, who's training these people? What governing body is training these people? Maybe there's courses or whatever they need to send mm. them or appropriate language, how to describe people in a situation like that, what to do, what to say. Do you get me? Because I don't feel like these people are necessarily bad mind people. I just think they're a bit ignorant. I'm trying to say so where's the where's the teaching that's what we need to start doing I, I hear you with the teaching part 
I hear you with a teaching. My my thing my thing is that I saw something um get tweeted to like Garolinka, like all broadcasters and all like UEFA officials and whatnot before the game they get given who's going to be there and offer both teams like the assistant manager, the physio, all of their names and stuff yeah. like that. They have all the names and whatnot. Obviously, the players have their names on the back of their t-shirts, so it's easier, so they don't really have to worry about them. But with the assistant managers, they can say, oh, you can send off... If you don't know that person, if you remotely can't remember his name, the assistant manager, because you've had like two or three days to prepare before that game to just read up on people's names, and they have to. So like when, uh, what do you call it, commentators uh, describe people's names for the first time, and sometimes they butcher them for the first, like they debut or something. Someone could say that, someone like Bergwijn, they could say that Bergwijn or something like that. They can get that wrong on the first attempt. That's cool. But in terms of like they, they always they have to prep themselves. That's part of their job to prep themselves. And the fact that he described them by his race for me is outrageous. outrageous. What, I'm is what, what I'm saying is, what is the governing body doing to stop these these things from happening? Because my point oh. is, is, it's going to happen again inevitably. I'm telling you now, this kind of thing is going to keep happening until there's somebody that's actually saying to this. I'm surprised you think that. I still go back to isn't that the point of shirt numbers, bro? Like, How do you mean? For players? You're referring it's obviously to not enough, though, isn't if it? You're gonna be like, if, I, if you're saying send off, I'd be like, send, send off number 10, mm-hmm. number 8. Isn't that why they have numbers? That's why no, I send off the like, No fairness, this was a member of the technical staff. It wasn't. But even the manager. But you can see their numbers, no? Am I being dumb? You the manager have a number. Technical staff don't have numbers. The most even that year, you'd Oh, he wasn't referring to a player. No, 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 but even that you'd say the assistant coach or so and so, you wouldn't say, Yeah, even yeah, if you go like, stand next to my guy and be like, This guy, then yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's literally what I said. said, like, stand next to him. It's not uh, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Or even flipping it, okay, yes, it could be considered a bit rude, but we've seen when we play, bro, point at him, yeah, that guy, you don't need to go, Oh, yeah, that black guy, like, bro, there's, there's no need for that. It kind of shows, um, his kind of mindset of where he was trying to go and describing him by his race. But I said, Credit and to the players for walking off, to be honest, like, I, I respect. I think that person should get banned for life. As in, that's part of that. Or anything. If you really believe and you want to stamp it out, that's a mistake he made. He didn't follow mm-hmm. protocol. He didn't uh, read up on people's names. He, did, he could have described them in a, in a safer manner. For me, you got to go. That's it. That's, that's the bottom line. And, and then the thing is, you said that it's going to happen again. All right, cool. That person, if that, it happens again, this is what happened before. You get sacked as well. That's your learn. That's, that's well, how you what, learn. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that you can't, you, at, at a certain point, if you like, if the same mistake keeps happening and happening and happening, at a certain point, you've got to sit down again. What are we doing to stop this from happening? Because the punishment is obviously not enough. Do you get me? This is my point. What are the government bodies doing to True, make sure these things don't keep happening? This me? is the situation. I understand what you're saying. You're saying if it keeps on happening and if referees or something like that keep using language like that, then yeah. But, in the first instance that we've seen something like this, you throw the book. So you let referees across the world know, like, or educate anybody yourself. officiating, educate yourself. Like, don't let yourself come in. There shouldn't be a thing, or even, yeah, it shouldn't, you shouldn't let it come to a situation where we now have to step in and do something. You should be <laughs> in a position where you accurately describe other people or you understand who's on the team and you call them by the first names. Don't use their race to be what you used to differentiate. Yeah, because like I said, Denver Bar had an accurate, accurate point. If it was another white player, he wouldn't say book the white coach, exactly. like book this one or book coach, whatever, whatever. But it's quicker just to say, oh, just the, the black one. Mm, what? That's it. Come on, man. Come on, man. But uh, another one, another thing I wanted to pick out in this as well is I did not appreciate Michael Richards coming up to defend the referee in lifetime. 
Oh, in no, this he, situation, he took it back, he took it back after, by the way. No, he, he took, he took it. it back after, but it's the fact of, okay, let me explain. This is a live situation where players who are there in the zone have said, do we feel this is a racist language, blah, 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 we're walking off, we're not playing. Everyone. You are sat in a studio and now you are here to say, oh, I'm going to play devil advocate. If someone called me the black one in a room full of white people, I wouldn't mind. Oh, shut up, man. Yeah, yeah. And especially you can't, be saying, you can't be saying that in front of other white people as well. You look nuts. You know what I mean, oh, you, you start, no, because you start, you start to, you start to sympathize and you desensitize other people's pain. Just because yeah. you feel that's okay doesn't mean everybody feels it's okay. And do you know why he took it back? Because everyone told him he was wrong. Yeah, that's why. Man. You know I mean, it's not it's not because he took it back because oh, I feel differently. No, everyone just told you you're a dickhead for what you said. And now, you know, you feel like a dickhead. You've been educated by other people. And now you're talking it back. Do you know what I mean? And but, fuck John Barnes as well. Because he's the <laughs> top coon. Straight up. Uh, did he speak right, on bro? it as well? Bruv? Oh my probably. Hey, he probably will have an opinion. Gandhi's Twitter thread was nuts. It, oh, was it? Nuts. He was talking out of his ass, bruv. He was basically saying, oh, if, it's, it's in his language. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If, if he, if he, if, that, if that's how they speak, no one should take offense to I, him. I wouldn't get offended. Like, why is blah, blah, he blah. always running to save these people, bruv? I don't Listen, know, man. That's it, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what they did to him in Liverpool, man. They did something. No, no, Dwayne. I know you respect him as a football player, but I'm sorry. His no, no, he's, he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. You know what he did with John Barnes? Yeah, we see this over and over. And you know what they do? Yeah, they start to call him on these media platforms to describe racism because they know what they're doing. They're trying to get an ally, and it's like Barnes, relax, like stop this for a paycheck, like, bro. Like it's not, it's nuts. It's nuts. Like the brainwashing on his part is is crazy because it's every incident he feels he has to he has to step up. But when I see man on Good Morning talking about it, but I'm like, bruv, stop this. Somehow Good Morning always find these coons to, um, you know, to align what they say. Somehow they find them. You can, ah, oh, it's annoying, bruv. It's annoying. But I just feel uh, like even, I don't get why he feels the need to say anything. Even if you do disagree, just keep your mouth shut. Why do you always feel like you need to step up to black the racist? Yeah, who came together to put him in a position where he's now the spokesperson for black people? Good morning, bro. I don't know why my man talk sport and, and, and them thing there, bro. You know, hear me. He's a, he's a he's an idiot, bro. He's, you know, you know, when white people go, I'm not racist, I've got a black friend, John Barnes. Yeah, John Barnes. This is very nuts. It's very nuts. But surely the language needs to change, bro. You see, I did think I mean, in this in the terms there's such a stigma attached to that word or using that type of terminology that I just feel like other countries should acknowledge this. Mm. Yeah. But it's very true. Mm. But I feel like okay. I feel like just they just don't want to change. Yeah, I know. No, which I is, agree. Which is, which I'm saying they should I agree with that, but they should. I, feel like, I, I would love to know where the origins of that word came into their languages. I would love to know how it started because the language is different, isn't it? So words would have come from Latin. It would have yeah. derived from somewhere else. In, in Where did fact, the word negro? In a lot, in to... a lot of languages, in a lot of languages, negro is because there's a root word like from Latin. Like you're right, it comes from Latin or Spanish or something. Many, many languages. The word yeah. for black is negro or negro or whatever. Like in many languages. Like I said, but well, it's one of those things. I think, like I said, it's the stigma attached to it now. It doesn't matter where it originates from. It's the fact of yeah. how it's been used. Yeah, you have, you so I don't give a damn if it comes from Latin or space, bro. Don't stop using it. This is where, because, okay, the word black, I could say black and I could use that word if I wanted to offensively to somebody. I could use black in a sentence. Yeah, obviously tone but comes it's, into it's, it's it. New, it's nuances. Yeah. No, I feel, like, I feel like saying any, any word that is, has negra, N-E-G-R in it or anything close to that 
should be banned. Like I think like that's a bit too extreme. I think the idea is just you knowing how to describe people, what to use in the right way, because I can say black, do you get me? I can describe somebody as black. That doesn't have to be a racial thing, do you get me? The same way, like, if in your country, the word for black is negru, that doesn't now mean that you have to stop using the word, find a different word for the word black. It's just understand when is when it is. Oh, no, no, find a different I word. I disagree. No, find a di- I disagree. Find a different word, because Dan's right. There's a stigma There's attached too much. to it, even when you, go, when, you go back yeah. the, when you go back to the history of that word, that's attached to when the, I think the Portuguese or Spanish landed in Africa to collect slaves anyway. So there is a stigma attached to negru and that word. So, mm. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same as saying. It's not black, the same. I'm yeah, sorry. it's not the same as saying black. Exactly. You saying Negro, you're denouncing that person. You're denouncing. I can, use, I can use. I can use any. My point is, is that you're talking about because the word Negro, whatever, that's all context. You get me. The only. The only word that I can say is offensive to a black person is the word nigger. That, nah, and, nah, and even that word now depends on what. I disagree. The word for black, like. Do you get me? I can use black in any in in a negative context, and it's going to sound negative. Do you get me? That you're, you're basically what you're basically saying is that every language that has the word neg in the word for black change that word to a different yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. we're saying. That's, that's, what we're saying. that's never gonna happen. That's not silly. Yeah, that's no, not but we're not. No, we're not. That's not silly at all. Bro. But we're, we're not saying no we're not saying thing. it's not gonna happen. Thing. What we're saying is the, yeah, the, the the stigma attached to that word. Bro, but the stigma is attached. No, to but you know, do you know why this is so dumb? Because it's not attached to the word neg. Chris, 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 bro. There was a time when nigger was relatively acceptable and now it's not. I don't see why it's so different to say that for nigger. Because nigger, nigger is one language. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying as in, it's been, the word has been taken and used in a certain way. Black, it hasn't, it's not the same, bro. Facts. I understand. Yeah, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's the same, but okay, but my point is that their word for black is nigger. Yeah, or but they've you, used it I don't in know. history. You those Spanish, countries have used that black, word in a negative yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, my point is you can take any word and use it in a negative sense. What you're basically okay, saying is the word you use... Some words are stronger than others. Some words are stronger. Chris, you're missing the point. Because because the, I'm not missing the point. I'm not missing the point. What you're basically saying is that every country that has neg in their language for the word black should change the words they're using. Do you get me? So now if you're offended by the word black, shall we now stop using the term no, black? that's what I'm saying. That's different though. No, because man. Why is it different? Because the word is nigger. The offensive word is nigger. And even that, oh, that's an English that's, word. That's what I'm saying. You come, the word nigger, as I said, is attached to when the Portuguese came into Africa and it was to slaves. It was to announce <clears> that. So already that has a negative connotation. It's just you now that it's been in European yeah. language, it has a negative connotation. You can't keep it. They've just attached it to the word black. But me calling you or a white person calling you a Negro, there's a negative connotation to that. You are denouncing that person's value. It links let back. Me, to let slavery. me just ask Chris. We know what happened with slavery. You can't use like that word shouldn't be normal. It's that like now people are awakening to that. As Daniel said, like there was a time. It's the same with America with with nigger. That was used for slavery as well. Now it's not acceptable. It's the same um, with Negro. That was used for slavery as well. It shouldn't be acceptable in European countries. Like it shouldn't. And us asking for it to be changed. I don't. I don't. I don't. My thing is, I don't. I don't find the word for black in another language offensive. I find the word nigger offensive. If somebody used that word to specifically single me out in a group of other people, I would find that offensive. But again, that's Chris, context. That's because okay. you don't speak those languages, let alone if you, if you, were, yeah, if you were from you Romania, somebody would to you. <laughs> no, I don't, Chris. But at the end of the day, Chris, let me, okay, let me, let, let me put it into a language that you agree with. So if somebody came into the room and said, listen, uh, can you speak to that Negro gentleman in the corner over there? How are you going to feel about that? Yeah, but that's in English. Because you and understand again, it. Again, because you understand the connotation the context, of negro. Again, you're, that's the context. And that's the context bro, word. Even negro the word was used black, like, okay, in the point. US, bro. The word for black in German is Schwartz. 
So if somebody says if somebody says Schwartz in a different context that's not racial, should I be offended by that word? Someone comes to me and goes, look at this Schwartz side, then obviously I'm going to be offended because they're using that to contextually call me a black person. But the word Schwartz, I, which is the same word as Negro, Negro, Black, it's just different languages. It's not offensive. Do you know what okay. I'm trying to say? So, so let's say you walk into a pub, pub then and then someone tells, someone speaks to someone and says, oh, can you go over there and serve that black customer? Are you comfortable with that? That's context. That's context. That's but concept. That's, that's, that's not the word. The word black. The word black isn't what offended me because if I have the word black in a completely different context, I'm not going to be offended. But if okay. you've used that word specifically to single me out, that's when it becomes a problem. But then that's the situation that's in hand because he used the word black in his language. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Contextually, yeah, that's what my point. That's my overall point. We need to think about how we're using words and what they mean in certain situations. But I think what Dwayne and Dan are saying is that the word needs to have some thought, some thought process of changing it. Because there is offence to it. And whether it, people understand the language right. or not, there's offence to that word. And If like people, in, in America, what I'm saying is... Oh, on, it, sorry, sorry. But I'm saying, if people have said it's offensive and find it offensive, I don't know why it's a mad thing to say. Rah, stop using that word. There's so many words and terms in history that we have stopped using over time because it caused people offensive. Look at half-cast. Look at oriental. Mm. Yep. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. So I don't know why you think it's such a mad thing for them to stop. I'm, I'm saying what you're basically hold on, hold on, hold on, what I hear what you're saying to me. I don't what I'm saying that yet. I don't that know everywhere in the world, everybody has to change the word they use for black if that word has negro in if it. If it has strong negative yeah. connotations from one of the biggest, most horrible side of humanity, then yes. Yes, because I don't think everyone just like the UK and the US stop using Negro to describe because Negro was a very widely accepted term in the 60s, 70s, etc. And they stopped using it because of its negative connotations. I don't know why other countries shouldn't stop using that when it causes a reaction like in PSG. So I don't understand why you're backing this and why you're so My thing, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to think of a bigger picture, right? No, it's, I know what you're saying. It's the, the problem isn't words. You're, you're arguing about words. Bro, I'm arguing bro, about concept. look how yeah. they were reacting. And that word has, there's a stigma to it. I'm saying yeah. that but people the are going to react the when context they hear that. that word, it doesn't word, matter about the context, bro. It doesn't matter about the context. the reason why there was a problem. Why is it always... The context that word was used was the reason. Because okay, if, so that, if that guy was saying, oh, black car, and he said negro car or whatever, no one's going to be like, he said, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's because of the concept of the no, word. But you, you know what it is? It, With the stigma attached to the word, I don't understand why it's always black people that we have to have this sympathetic, oh, man, well, I'm not offended. No. When it comes to Jewish people, there's certain things you cannot say. When it comes to gay people, there's certain things you cannot say. When it comes to people in Asia, there's certain things to uh, cannot say. Why is it now we're talking about this as an allowance? Or there's no. If the word has a negative connotation, stop using it. It is literally as simple as that. If the biggest not, power in the... In, no, no, no. I'm saying in the... In the if it was as simple as that, it would have happened. That's what I'm saying. Because if America and the UK can stop using the term Negro, as Daniel said, because of the stigma, why can't other... You know, obviously, evidently, yes, we know they don't want to. Yes, but my thing is that in other communities, when you're um, being offensive, that there's, no, none of, there's none of this great area shit. There's none. It's only for black people. And we need to stop that. We need to stop this, ah, man. If you say, no, no, no. If the word is come from slavery and we know what happened in slavery, stop using the word. It's as simple as that. That's how it should be. There should be none of this great area shit when we're like, yeah, man, like if he uses black or no, no, no. We shouldn't even have to explain ourselves. Is what I'm saying. Okay, all I'm saying, all I'm saying in that case, we should all stop using the word black regardless of the context because that's it's the same. It. 
Black is black. A lie. Black oh, is because we're arguing about their word for black. That's what I'm saying. You've missed a point. You've missed a point. It's not missed a point. That's exactly what you're saying. Because black. How many times have people used black to offend people? Black people before. You can use that word to offend black people as much as you like, but we'll never stop saying let's ban the word black outright. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Getting people to think about words or language is silly. You should get things about context to think before they speak. That's what we should be getting people to do. Nah, I'm I'm saying we only allow this with when it comes to black people. I don't see when when you call um, a gay person the f bomb. I don't see there's no gray area. Jewish people are one. It's only us. No, but that people, that's a specific that f word is a specifically offensive word. Yes, it had, that has a negative. That's a specific to it. slur. The word black is not slur. I don't. Whatever, man. We're just gonna go around in circles, bro. There was a lot of points said here. Okay, but let me ask you another. I don't. Sorry, this is just a. This is just a. I don't want to use it. To, yeah, yeah. Devil's advocate, but Chris, if you call someone a homo, is that offensive? Yes, that's a specifically offensive. But homo is short for homosexual, isn't it? Yes, it is. But homo is a specific. We all know that's a content, and again, that's contextual. Now, if I say, if somebody, if somebody was sat in my living room, for example, and I decided to bring up the fact that that person was a homosexual just because. That's offensive. Do you understand? Because contextually, there's no. So bringing up the fact that somebody's black just because is that not offensive to them? Of course, that's offensive. But that's the context in which you're using. Now that's the context in which because the word black is not offensive. The word black is not offensive. The word, the way you describe someone or what you describe that word is what makes it offensive. The word black is not offensive. That's what we're saying, Chris. The fact that you describe it as a I said the same thing. I just said it's the context, not the word. It's the context. So the context of this situation was he used his colour yeah, I never sat here and disagreed with that I said all throughout the world the word black is not offensive it's the context we used it and what we need to do is think the, about the context the word negro negro one or any of that is still offensive right that's the conclusion I'm drawing to still all offensive yeah yeah it has a stigma there's a reason they walked off the pitch there's a reason they reacted the way they did all of that shit is offensive I don't care about context I don't care if you call me a a negro or whatnot, bro. It's it's it's. I never want to hear anybody say black then again because black is that's his. Same thing, bro. It's the same. Get off the stage. This guy stinks. Tomatoes, bro. Tomatoes raining on you, fam. Tomatoes raining, fam. Throw the tomatoes, bro. Get off the stage. Anyway, anyway. Um, speaking of uh black, hey, you know what's the mobiles? Music of black origin. Ah, uh, no one? Was it me? Nah, that's offensive, bro. They use the word black, so come Yeah, I hear, man. Yeah, I hear, man. This guy yeah, stinks. Ooh, we, brother, this guy stinks. This guy stinks. It's offensive, bro. I refuse to watch the mobile. Black is offensive word. Chris, you're one of them guys who complains the Ofcom when, when... Yeah, trust John Barnes. John Barnes in the building. Yeah, Chris no, Barnes. I'm not, I'm not finding that funny. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Have words after. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Um, what was I saying? No. What I'm it's saying is, that, um, yeah, I, I, did, I didn't watch the Mobos. Did you guys watch them? Yeah, I did. I never watched that, man. To be honest, I did. This is the first time it's happened since I think 2017. I think because they just, I think they just wanted to gather their bearings, and because there was a lot of criticism about, about them just, you know, having out the wrong people. <laughs> And that as well, and that as well. But a lot of the nominations were wrong, like every year, year in, year out. So they said they were taking a break, etc. But they needed to regather themselves because there was times I can't remember what year it was. It's Music of Black Origin Awards, yeah. and you got most of the candidates are white, yeah. and a white person wins it as well. I mean, it's not a, it's. I don't want to make it a racial thing, but when you're going to call it Music of Black Origin Awards, I mean, 
it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's in yeah, the name yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, uh, anyway, anyway. But yeah, carry on. That's my that's my two cents. I didn't watch the show, so I can't really comment on it this year. Yeah, well, um, the, uh, what was the awards on? Because it's been three years, like you said. Uh, works. I need you to you know. I need you to speak a bit louder. You know, you're sounding a bit distant. Oh right, that might yeah, yeah. my bad. Um, now I was saying, um, yeah, talk to us about the awards because obviously you said it's been like three years. Um, yeah, like it was kind of interesting. The nominations, I think they kind of got right. You know, obviously you lot know about the R and B talk and people not being um, nominated, but um, nine swept up nine. Nine's won album of the year and best hip hop act. Um, I don't think he wow. should have won um, album of the year. I think it should have been Jay Hustle Conspiracy, but that's me. Um, Mahalia scooped two awards as well. She won R and B soul act and. Um, New acts as well, which um, best female act, sorry, and I really, really rate her album. She's sick, like, she's ice. Was George um, Smith in that one by any chance? Yes, she was. George Smith was there, Darko was there, but you know, um, Mahalia's album was better than George Smith's album to me, anyway. Love and Compromise, I really like that album. I don't know, I guess someone's got to win it, yeah, it's true. Then, um, there's a um, there was an award that was fan voted, which was best newcomer, and when I saw H in there, I said H is winning, and of course, H won because you know, his fans are you know, he's done well. Yeah, no, 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 you know, I don't listen, but he's talented. But you know, best if his fan voted, I just knew he was gonna. I saw uh, what Dan was Sorry, you know, no, you know, as much as much as as much as Dan is pulling his face, do you know what I remember about H, bro? Me and Daniel spoke about H when he had a freestyle on like P110. I'm not denying that. Spoke about, and like I said, we said that this kid has got it. Yeah, yeah. this is years way before any of these mixtapes were ever. We spoke about him saying this kid has got it and he's yeah. now taking off and whatever he and it's crazy that now he's started doing the pop shit and he's stopped rapping rapping Daniel doesn't like him anymore you know what it is <laughs> I don't deny it he can flow his art like he can spit yeah. he can there's, that's undeniable I feel like yeah. he's a bar it's like he's hard but Daniel doesn't not like that interesting music lyrically <laughs> lyrically he's not that interesting though like when I looked at that newcomer list yeah. I'm I, he was not the best there in terms of, he wasn't the most interesting artist. That who else was nominated? I don't know who else was Pastor nominated. Pastor Lou was nominated. Mm-hmm. Millions was nominated. Millions, yeah, um, yeah. Who else was there? I think Darko was there. I'm trying to think. Darko, obviously yeah, Dutch Avelli, but Dutch we can't yeah, yeah. on my man. If I'm, if I'm going to be honest, out of those names, is anybody else that's out there? They're probably out one. He is the, no, he's the biggest. He's the biggest. He's Objectively, the biggest, He's the biggest. Yeah, he's the him, biggest. I'll, I'll say personally, my favorite newcomer out of all of those guys you've mentioned is Millions. Millions has been the most consistent one, and he's had hit after hit the whole year. And he's brought—he has brought an entirely new flow. Like I suddenly, I never heard anyone like Millions since he's come out. Bear man sounding like Millions. That's true. <laughs> Bear man sounding like Millions. I even saw Swarms do a freestyle. Man sounding like the carbon copy of my man, bro. <laughs> and I was like, well, and from flow. when people are doing that. Yeah, it's something not. different. I okay. mean, I think Pastor Lou, I know obviously everyone draws the Jay Haas comparisons, but I, in terms of commentary was hard. I take back what I said. And he can was... really make songs. Yeah. He's like, I, mean, I think, I, and he's on a, there's, he's deeper than I, H. Like, I feel like H is so surface level. Do you know what? Do you know what? But do you think that's part of him being signed he's now? He's being young, I feel. Oh, he's being young. How old is H? He's I like 20, bro. Because even like some of the, um, Boys on my football team, they're young. They're like 20, 21. They listen to H. They love him. But for us that are older, I, the music and lyrics just don't relate. Like I said, I, maybe, but, but then maybe it's me being miserable. He makes happy music, bro. <laughs> like, I, I want I want to know some... I don't even want to listen to pain and suffering, bro. Yeah, I want to hear you some You know what struggle. it is? I want to hear some struggle. Not, so it is. not just like, yeah, I got bare money. I yeah, get girls. 
That's you that's want... all he talks. I've never heard him say anything that I'm like, I raw. That was I felt that. That's all it is. But he <laughs> on a lyrical level, mad. Like I mean, well, not lyrical, wrong word. On a flow level, yeah, mad. talent level, you can't. Yeah, you can't deny. Like he'll spin a lot of guys on the track. Don't get it twisted. Nah, I, I, oh, bro, I, I, saying that, bro. Have you heard this song with Lowski? Awful, terrible song. I haven't um, nah, I heard that. Yeah. I never heard that say the word awful like that ever, bro. Sorry. I never heard you say the word awful like that ever. I said awful. Awful. <laughs> awful. Straight from the soul, bruv. Um, to be fair, it ain't even H's full, it's low ski. But that track, boy. In in saying that about H though, um, I like him and I like Parcelé, uh and like Ah who? Parcelé? Parcelé? Oh what, parsley. Parcelé fam. I said parsley. Souffle. 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 Parcelé. <laughs> I mean, every episode, I'm going to put someone's name. You get me? Down the Lakers do five. The Lakers. No way should I shot that's that, bro. Possibly. Oh, I love it, man. At the end of the day, Lakers do five. But fair enough. We're not. I, I think, Dan, just saying that, because I feel like Tevin touched on the point. The fact that you and Tev probably listened to H from before, and I feel like he's blown now to majority of people, I think that's taken away the effect from like what H has done in the last year or so, because for me, he's been on like a big song with, well, not big song. He's been on tracks with big hitters. hundred percent. Oh, he's held his own on a lot of the tracks. So I'll have yeah. to give it to him. But I, said, well, I just said that I said he'd spin a lot of man. I'm not mm-hmm. denying that. I just said as an artist, I don't feel much of what he talks about. That's all it is. Like I said, that yeah. could be, let me, let me objectively, he's let me, the when you lot listen to it, because I think Dan's point's interesting. Man said doesn't feel like you don't connect with what he what he makes. What kind of music do you connect with, or what like what content do you connect with or relate to? Well, obviously, I mean, there's some music that's undeniable. I don't think he makes undeniably great music as for one as well. But in terms of lyrical content, he doesn't talk about things I listen to and I can be like, oh yeah, I get, I feel that, I get that. But like I said, that's personally. I find, I find it I find it interesting when people say that term because like. Like case in point, I could listen to I don't know someone like Pot of Paper, for example. Yeah, I've never been in the trap. I've never been on roads. I can't relate to his music, but I can feel his music. Do you get me? But see, Pot of way, I don't pop thousands of. I don't pop bottles yeah. every time I go club, and I don't spend thousands on watches and shit. But I can vibe and relate to those kind of music. So I always there's, find it- there's the thing is it doesn't need to be as straightforward of that. There's elements of that I can feel like Potter. I can relate to struggle. I can relate to difficulties and trying to find a hustle. Even though I'm not drug dealing, I can find, okay, I feel that I remember struggling in this point in my life as well. Like there are elements of it. It doesn't need and to be the director's, I was drug dealing, he's yeah, drug dealing. Yeah. Let's all it's get also along. The fact, it's also the fact that where's, where's parts of paper from? Is it South London or East London? No, he's from, he's from Barking. From Barking, so East London. But as much as he might be a white kid that's in the trap, it's East London. Barking is barking whether you're white or black. Do you know what I mean? It's the same area. It's, it's oh, ends. You know what I mean? Trust, you can relate to the ends. Not, and it's not me saying I don't like any of H's tune. There's plenty of H's tune that I can vibe with. It's just not someone I'm going to jump to. Yeah. Even but I said objectively, he was the biggest in that category. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I remember that um, category was fan voted as well. So as soon as I saw that, I knew it fans, it. It's probably got the most fans. Went to, um, oh yeah, no, honestly, this is another one. just to, just to feed off that point. He's probably got the most fans because it was fan relatable. Do you know why? Because he's a white kid from Manchester. He's a white kid from Manchester and he can rap. He's white he's not a trapper. He's just a rapper. He's just a yeah. kid who likes to rap. In his bars, he, he's never said I've been stuck in the trap. This, that, the other. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he, relatable, he's got, he's got relatable. He's got talent. 
It's but, but listen, like we said, we're, and we're not denying it. We like yeah, listen, me and Daniel talking not, like yeah. we saw his freestyle when he was on P10 or wow. something. One of those smaller channels, and we're like, this kid, it blew can my mind. Rap. I was like, this guy literally, hard. we're talking about it like he can rap. That's one thing we'll never take away from him. Maybe he might get on his album. He might get on an album. Like I don't think so. Get, you know what it is with me? I just feel like he needs to kind of grow and experience things, and you know, and just kind of grow as a guy, and then he'll start reaching out that kind of content. That's all it is. He's just young right oh. now. Just, like, I can't hate on that, but when he grows and he starts going oh, through yeah. things, then his content will change. That's what the thing is. Grows. I'm not mad at him getting best newcomer, by the way. At yeah, all. I'm not mad at that either. I, I feel it makes sense. It makes sense, even um, if it's yeah. fan, even if it wasn't fan voted, it would make the most sense because even out of all those new acts, he has had the biggest year 100%. But you know like, what was terrible about the mobiles, though? What the presenting, bro? What Maya Jammer and Chunks, awful. I like them, but well, no, I like. Hey, them. listen, but the Somali community could get onto us, you know. I don't think you want to go there, my guy. Hey, listen, you can't. Listen, I, I don't think that's a representation awful, of the whole Somali community. They just—they were too stiff. I don't think they didn't feel comfortable. That's all it was. I feel like it's awkward, though. I, I, I don't watch it. Personally. I, I watched. Awkward. I think I watched the BET Awards, and I think I can't remember the, the uh, woman which was doing it, but. It just looked awkward. There's no right. crowd there. There's not people you can. That's probably with. maybe. That's probably. Oh, that's, yeah, you have to turn like, They're probably. Like, and you also got to remember. So, hmm. You also got to remember someone like Chunks. As much as he's a YouTube personality, he's bouncing off Philly, who's his boy. He spends so much time with, and his banter when they're just together. Whereas this is my jammer, someone you've probably spoken to on the phone two or three times, and then today you're turning up and you got to bounce off each other and whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's different. So it's one of them ones. I think it's inexperience from him being a host because this yeah. is his first time doing it. But probably if he does more shows and whatever, you start to get a feel for yeah, it. Because nah, on you the got side, guys for less though, bruv. Had man just go from doing little YouTube videos and that man's now fans present. That guy is popular as hell, man. You have to rate my dance for hustle, bruv. You actually have hey, to. What, what part did I say I don't rate chunks from? I'm not saying what? you did. I'm not saying you did. I'm just All saying right. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, um, even though I said I'd fight him last week, but I still rate my man. The song of the year went to Young T and Bugsy, um, Don't Rush, which wasn't surprising because that was vital. no, it is surprising, Dwayne, because that song didn't come out this year. That song oh, came good. out last year. I didn't know that, that song did not come year. out this year. No, it started popping this year because of the challenges, but it was out last year. Ooh. To be fair. It, to be fair, it has, like Dwayne said, the mobiles ain't been happening since 2017. So, regardless, bro, if the mother had, didn't happen since 2017, you think they're gonna start talking about young ads and uh, dirtbag LBS breakout acts? No, because <laughs> they've already broken out. The one, the one <laughs> I was um, kind of um, wasn't really happy about was um, Lou Peter winning video of the year when Nux's home video was much better and Free One Ray's videos were much better and Koji's, but that's me in it. Were they wait? Were they listed in that category? Yeah, Nux was um, um, nominated. Koji was. Free One Ray was. I think like creatively they were all better, but you know maybe it's just because NSG are popping. Like Peter, look, look, NSG's visuals are all the same. Like there's no shade to them. They all the, they all the same. I, I'm not gonna ju- try to defend them on everything, and I hear what you, your, your point on that. There are a lot of their videos are the same, but their videos are sick. No, they're, sick, are, but they're, 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 they're the same. The way like, they video that has a lot of dark skinned girls in the thing deserves yeah, it from you. Bro. You got yeah, a dark skinned baby in your video, you deserve that, it from get that, get that video out of here, man. My, my energy video is better than that. Anyway, um, best international act was come on. Best international act was Burner Boy. Um, best grime act well, was JME. I Why is I, there I, a grime act? Yeah, I hardly knew anyone in that category. I ain't gonna lie to you, apart from Mangra, like him and JME, other than that. 
I didn't really Jamie has been the best grandma well, for years album. and he will continue being. Yeah, I think Jamie did drop an album, didn't he? Album, but, but don't you think if there's solid. a best if there's a best grime award, don't you think there should be a best draw award? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred. Like that doesn't. Grime hasn't been popping this year. Draw yeah. has. So yeah. why have they got? Yeah, but grime has the legacy as a genre, though. Yeah, but, but who's really doing grime, grime awards currently? Like, there's that. only a few guys that do grime like that. The last they probably have done a best grime award award for pretty much every mobiles they've done. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's, no, probably, it's just a legacy. I, don't, I just. I just think there should be a best draw act in it. If you're going to do best grime act, there should be best draw act. I think. Nah, do you know? Okay, no, actually, hold on, hold on. I kind of see both sides because. Mobos is music of Black Origin. Grime is definitely something that was born in London. It's something we can say is it, definitely okay. like it's mm-hmm. ours. So you have to keep the legacy going in terms of awards. But drill, in terms of like UK drill, this is a young genre. So it still needs to establish itself. Even though it, we know it's here, that's what I mean. we can it'd say be, it's here. But it'd be good to acknowledge like the majority of the young upcoming rappers are drill artists. So it'd be good yeah. to acknowledge the genre. Especially, I know obviously it originated from Chicago and all that, but there's... Our There's a difference is a between yeah, type of drill. Yeah, that yeah. drill has gone worldwide. Bro, yeah. Kid Cudi used it on his album. He's got a drill esque track. Yeah, hundred percent. We skipped her and um, drills, the drill sound has travelled, and I felt like we should have celebrated that, especially in a time where the media tries to beat it down constantly. 100%. Yeah, Dr- grill. No, grill. Like they missed the <laughs> drill thing. is the new grime. What's <laughs> it? The I think it's 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 it might it's, 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 it's gone minute. past it's gone past man it's gone clear. Grime never transcended like drawing. Yeah, Grime never went. hundred percent. No, 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 no. Grime was very much a London thing. Like yeah, exactly. Connect was with kid. Jazz act was ego LMA. She's sick. Um, album of the between twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen was LMA's album. I think they only did that because the labels are going to start pumping money into UK R and B next year. That's going to be a thing. So I think that's what they did that. And apart from that, yeah, that's it really. I swear. Yeah. But saying after what you guys were talking about in terms of drill being like the main thing, uh, music wise, and like it should have its own genre. I mean, Heady One won the best male act. Yeah. So saying that, that's a that's an accolade for for me, the king of drill. In, in I hear you, in but as in like I don't I don't know why grime is separated. Like if you if grime's that important, they should be nominated in the best male category, no, or best female category, or whatever, isn't it? I don't, I just don't, I don't understand it more than anything. That's, I'm not saying there has to be a drill, but I'm saying if there's a best grime act, I think it's just early days. Yeah. I hear what you mean. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, it's I the. Think, age I think, yeah, I think it's it is just like, um, early days, and as Tevin said, like grime is like ask, ask. Well, you're right though, because all of the young and up and coming rappers are on. Like, like you said, who was in the best grime category? Bruv, Angar, I, JME, who else? I, I don't know. I'm guessing Pete Money must have been in there. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see that award. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. Pete Money is probably the best in Graham. Uh, what's his name? And gets for one in, winning it. Hey, um, I know. I know it's a thing. We will get back to music, but just to give you, uh, Diego just had like, eight weeks with a knee injury, bro. Liverpool are finished. But yeah, shout to them for this. Um, did anybody listen to um the new music that dropped on um Friday as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Tevin, I did. Tevin is smiling, yes. bro. Let, let Tevin run with his. Yeah, Tevin, go, man. Let me come on this soapbox and speak. Last week, I came on the podcast and I told everybody that Jake Harlow was Jake Jack, Jack. Harlow was coming. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's what you lot made me drink on Sunday. I'm two glasses deep now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the cogs aren't moving as smoothly anymore. Ah, that's hilarious. Like I said, go fix myself up and drink as we speak, my guy. I hear Sorry, that. See, hey, hey, come on, come on. You keep the flow, keep the wave going. Come on. Jack Harlow, let's go. When I, when, I, when I spoke on Jack Harlow coming, I didn't know he had an album coming out. I had no idea he had an album coming out. 
I don't know. I just thought it was singles. I, I didn't know. I'll be honest with you. This is just me telling you. When when I came with that opinion, saying, "Oh, he's the he's the white Drake. He's next up. He's coming." That was with me just listening to me having been yeah. listening to Jack Harlow since like mid twenty nineteen last year when I discovered him on some random playlist of mine. And I was like, "This is sick." Let alone now when I've now listened to his album that he said is his first album, and the fact you can literally see and hear the Drake influence throughout the album is crazy. Like from the production from him having Boy Wonder, even to the fact of he has like the signature Drake Drake songs when it would be one tune, then it would skip into like a slow down tune that's low and underwater, that underwater vibe that Drake used to do when he was coming up. It's mental. Even like even the way he structures songs in terms of the subject content. When he's talking about he was sitting in a car in a girl, you know, sitting in a car with a girl playing his music and she paid, pulled the face, that's how I know you liked it. Da, da, da. That's the same as Drake yeah. when he's like, Yeah, I played you a tune and you didn't like it. You told me to play Ludacris, this, that, the other. He yeah, is literally taking trust, he's literally taking the playbook and he's coming. I'm telling you, when I said he's the white Drake, I meant it. Kevin, I have a question. It's inevitable though, isn't it? It's inevitable no, that no, people Kevin, do. Kevin, I have a question, yeah. Do yeah. you because for me, he's sick and he, the guy can rap. But yeah. he's a, I don't know if he's a bit industry plantish because for me, yeah, the labels always push a white rapper every two to three years. We've seen this before. I, I don't think they're as talented as Jack Harlow, but every two to three years, labels always put their money and press the go button on a white rapper. I don't so think, my thing is, I don't think so. How come Machine Gun Machine Gun Kelly never got? Oh, but they tried. Machine Gun Kelly's not because oh, Machine Gun really? Kelly makes. I'm just, I'm just cussing makes, I'm just cussing his ass. I'm just cussing. Uh, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly wasn't relatable because. He, he didn't make he didn't make records that the rest of us could listen to and the rest yeah. of us could vibe with. He made records for kids from Ohio and college kids and whatever. You know what I mean? That's not really. I'm not trying to listen to. I like Machine Gun Kelly when he first dropped, but even some of it, I'm like, bro, this this ain't for me. But I'll tell you now, like I said, with Jack Harlow, you know, I said, I they pushed the button. I don't think they've ever had somebody like Jack Harlow in the fact mm-hmm. of he can do the melodies and he can make party records. He can make the slow songs. He can make the deep songs. He can do, as if you're a label, I'm telling you, whoever signed them, they're, 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 they're watching Atlantic, their hands right Atlantic, now. Atlantic Records. Oh, they, but they're winning. They've, they've caught the next straight. And this, oh, this is what I was also thinking. The same way that Post Malone came through the game, he came from SoundCloud and he blew up because it was on a trap song. He was singing, it was melodic, whatever. That's music we like to listen to. Like White Iverson, come on, talking about Alan Iverson, White Iverson, it blew because it was relatable, we liked it. In that cultural appropriation? A little bit, I mean, I guess so. But in the same way, I promise you now, Jack Harlow, in the next year or two, he's going to be one of the biggest rap acts and he might not even be one of the biggest acts when we're actually talking about music. I promise you. The same way that Post Malone. Post Malone is gone. He's gone yeah, clear. He's gone. He's the guy does stadium tours in XYZ, but yeah, would you, would you if, if Post Malone drops an album, are we going to come in here and say, oh, this is the best album I've heard this year and this is the, the latest, the deepest, rah, rah, rah. No, it's not going to be the top of our list. It might be for Wegs, not all of us. Come on, man. Yeah, no, don't disrespect Post Malone, you know. Post Malone had a sick tour. I, tell I, I me, who, tell me who really who really took in Beer Bongs and Bentleys as, <laughs> as a, as a, as a bro, number one album. I, if I go to a party and I see a Beer Bong, I know it's not for me, bro. I know that's not a party. Why, Chris? Because it's not relatable to you. And the stuff he's talking about on it, like I said, it's not... Well, I, I do agree, I'm I do telling agree you. what you're saying about um, Jack Harlow, but as I said, like, we've seen this before. You're right. I don't think the labels have had anyone. That, obviously, Eminem. Eminem's obviously, that's, that's goat status. But in this kind of era, I don't know if we've seen anyone this talented. But it'll be interesting to see if he lost because every couple of years, they do try and push a G-Eazy on us or Machine Gun Kelly or even, what's the other one that had the college song, the Asher Rock? They yeah, always Asher try Rock. it. Wow. Asher Rock as well. So every couple of years, we do see this white rapper that they pick up. This one, as Tevin said, he's he's is talented. he is talented. So we'll see in it. But it's a good album. It's a good listen. 
that Drake, Drake's influence is evident. Evident. I can still, I still I think it's that Drake's influence would because I mean, we sit here and we talk about young thugs having sons and no, not like having sons. Sorry, it's inevitable that Drake will have some sons, isn't it? Not like this, bro. Please go and listen to Jack Harlow's album and listen to like think about all the old Drake songs that you know. You will literally hear like this is pretty much the same song. You're just talking about your your life now, and it, like he talks about being the leader of the team. He's like, oh, you know how Drake has always had this complex of he's never been accepted because he's mixed race. Da, 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 da. There's one Jack. I, can't, I, I was listening to it today and I didn't write it down. I actually want to talk about it on the podcast. There's one he talks about. Oh, I'm from the same city, but I'm from the white side. Then he's like, oh, uh, what's another one? He's like, how am I? How am I a white kid, the leader of a team full of brown boys? This, that, the other, do you know what I mean? And he's like, Yeah, they're from the other side of the city. Like, oh, I'm breaking bread to them and I'm you know trying to figure yeah. out what a fair amount of side is. Listen, maybe it's a bit of a tangent, but I get really sick and tired of those like white people that start talking about, Oh, you know, why am I not accepted about black people? How hard it was for me to be a white guy amongst black people. I'm like, Really? You think you got problems? I hate that shit, Ralph. You think you got problems? Oh, I can't say the N word. Sorry, motherfucker. I'm done. I mean, yeah, you, you, I think you, you had your album. Like, um, is it Kentucky or I don't know? I don't know. Yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky. I'm telling you, man. Like I said. Yeah, Dan, Dan, what? He gave you post. Nah, he's not post Malone. No, no, no. The album, Malone. album Malone. Evan, for, I know you've listened to it. Nah, I was say that because they're both white. No, no, he's, no. He's, he's so far from personal. There is songs on that album where I'm just like, bruv, he's singing on choruses and I'm just like, bruv, this sounds like Post Malone. And the thing is, as you said, the only people that might like Post Malone is probably Wex. It's because I listen to Post Malone. I've listened to his shit all the time. Strongbow, Strongbow Wex, bruv. His sound, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. His, hey, listen, I've got a couple more. Yeah, uh, but his sound is very similar. And as much as you might be right with being the new Drake for the future, I'm not going to lie, he's got parts of himself which is Post Malone as well, but it's, it takes a... Even that, even that melodic stuff from Post Malone, you can say that's inspired by Drake as well, like the way Drake comes... You can, you can. You can say that. You can say that's the rap from um, um, what Drake has been doing as well with the melodic stuff. I don't know if he takes that personally, but yeah, you can, you can say that as well. But um, Dan, what are you going to say? Will you not listen to the album? Did you what I gonna say? Was I going to say something? I don't know. Do oh, I start to say like something? Have you, no, do you have an opinion on Jack Harlow? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I haven't really, I've, I scanned through parts of the album in it and it sounded all right. It just sounded like, like it sounded like Drake, innit? Like Drake-ish. So I was just like, eh, I'll listen to it when I'm ready. <laughs> I, like, I like Jack Harlow. I like Jack Harlow. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm not really excited about someone who's just going to do what someone else does and not as well. But he can, he can rap. Like I enjoyed um, What's Popping. Yeah. That's, that's a, a hard tune. That's a banger. Um, Tyler Hero was all right as well. What's even crazy is like, with all these tunes that you're mentioning now, which is what he's blown up off, I wouldn't even say go and listen to those. Go listen to songs like Sundown. Yeah, I've heard um, that, that was, Sundown was on the thing before, innit? Yeah, his art. Yeah, 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 that, that's all right. That's all right as well. Like, that's what I mean. He's, I'm in the middle ground, innit? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's good. He can rap. He sounds good. But am I running to listen to his project? Not right now, innit? I still feel like, he has a lot to show me, but it's early on. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. This is this is why I said he's coming. I didn't yeah, say yeah. he was here. I said he's coming. Let, let him find the tracks. It's coming soon, man. I'm telling you. What about um um Cardi's album, Man in the Moon Three? How did um that shit? Is that Wex fire. Go. Yeah, Wegs go. Great fire. I'm not gonna lie. If you man listened to him in 2009, 2010. Hey, look at the way Wegs is closing his eyes, bro. 
fires, bruv. Straight fire. Bruv, I felt like I was uh, 15, like 16 years old again. Yeah. Yo. Elite. This album, I, 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 I don't get high and shit yet, but this, this <laughs> album, especially the show out tune with uh, Pop Smoke and Skepta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened yeah. to it in my car for the first time yesterday. Bruv, I was flying. I was like, I was zoned out. <laughs> that shit had my, the bass in my car moving mental, bruv. Yeah, Kikadi. Hey, listen, this album, I rate it a lot. A yeah. Lot. To do it 10 years later, yeah, he's got consistency. Consistency. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You know what? Kikadi got consistency. <laughs> 10 years and be consistent? No, but he had a lot of he had a lot of garbage in between that. Garbage. This is what this hold on. This like, is what I was gonna say. Wait, hold on. I hold think on. Kid Cuddy, Kid Cuddy, and consistency doesn't go together. No, let me come. Let me come and back you up. Second one weren't that great. Yeah, it wasn't. Come on, man. I don't. About Moon Man too. I don't. Wakes' face is unbelievable. You you know what? I'm not gonna lie. You might might not know this yet, but for me, as like when I was a younger person. Kid Cudi for me, Kid, Kid Cudi for me was my in my top three artists of all time. Nah, I hear that. A lot, no, a lot of people say that. To be fair, a lot of people say that about the first. I'll, yeah, man. Yeah. Moon Man, Moon Man one. I might rock with you on that because Moon Man one is is it is a great great tape, and even the fact of this. Okay, this is the conversation I was having with Ferry because we were talking about this as well as the tape. He was like, oh, it sounds like a Travis Scott tape," and I was like. Okay, the reason why this new tape sounds like a Travis Scott tape is because he had the production of Travis Scott. That's why. So the beat production in terms of this album is better than his album, other albums before. I'll say that now. The production of his albums is better now. And I was even saying to uh, to Farrah as well, like, the reason why we have Travis Scott now is because of Kid Cudi. He said it himself, like, yo, a lot of the stuff I do when I'm, mel- when I'm running melodies and how I'm rapping and stuff I do is because of Kid Cudi. And you can see it. When I was listening to this album, yeah, I didn't know how to feel because it's like half of this is lit, half of this makes me want to cry and sit in the corner, fam. And it's still, and it's still a vibe. Like it's literally that's why I'm like, it's it's mental. Like literally from song to song, it's like part of me feels sad, part of me feels like, yo, I want to put on all my jewelry, I want to go out, stunt, flex, everything, rage. Like yeah, exactly, bro, man. This album was crazy. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. It's for the rages. For, yeah, the rages. for the rages, man. Like I said, like I enjoyed it. But yeah, man, that's what I would say. I you feel like he much. went for a more, um, it was more mainstream in terms yeah. of instrumentals and stuff like that for him. Yeah, for him, exactly. But like yeah. I said, this is the part of like when, this is the part of having people like Mike Dean and all mm. the other guys who are usually around Travis Scott. As much as we're saying it's mainstream, it's mainstream because Travis Scott has made it mainstream. Do you know what I'm saying? Would that. you call him um, um, Cuddy, the king of melodies? 100%. I would say so. 100%. From the time, from the, mm. Hold on. From the time when, listen, man was on a track. What is that? But come on, man. That is the key. There's songs where Kid, oh, yeah. Kid Cudi doesn't even speak English. I was going to say, hey, if anyone listening to this has never listened to Kid Cudi before, they're definitely not going to listen to him now, boy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. If that's how no, we're no. advertising, man. Yeah, man. With, with me advertising it with no backing instrument, well, yeah, it sounds mad. But oh, if you like listen it. to it onto the beat with the instrumental, it's a vibe. It's a you know what I mean? Vibe. And there's a lot of there's a lot of songs where Kid Cudi is not speaking English. Yeah. He's just mumbling um, words and they're reference songs that he's released. So. But it's like him and Young Fug, I feel like redefined melodies in rap. Ooh, Young Fug, man, 100%. what a guy, man. Hundred percent. Yeah, but, but the facts of little if if Elton John calls you a legend, yeah, you're, you're doing you're something right. That's a bit mad. <laughs> Elton, he called the weekend a legend. <laughs> 
We get All right, Abel. So, any other topics we're discussing? Yeah, moving on. I don't want to say nothing there. No, no, we didn't. The last weekend album was mid. But who who's listened to this Cuddy album? Yeah, I have. I need to listen properly. I've gone through it quick. What would you not rate it for those that have listened to it? I can't give it a rating. It's too early. I feel like it's one of them albums I do need to sit. But the standout tracks for me right now is Another Day, um, Heaven on Earth, Slapped. Um, What's the show out was good. No, this is um, Kid Cudi. This is Kid Cudi. Um, Mr. Solo Dolo, I liked. Sad People, I liked. Sad People was the one that Tevin said. I was like, what, what do I feel? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what do I do? And The Void as well, which is another one. The melodies. But when I listened to the lyrics, I was like, Cuddy, you okay? That's another thing as well. I feel like when I listen to Kid Cudi, a lot of it's just nonsense. Like, there's not, I feel like there's not much real. Li- Sometimes maybe I need to go back and listen to it, but I feel like he's just saying stuff and he's not really saying anything. He's just saying stuff on the beat, and it's just it's, it, we're going along with the vibe. It's, it's vibes. That's like fifty percent of all popular music nowadays, anyway, bro. I guess Kevin, so. Kevin, with his shit, wheel up the lyrics. He's saying some shit. He's saying right. something. I need to sit on genius shit, and actually read it. It's, it's some shit that, that you can relate. I can't That's another thing I really got from this album. I don't think I'd want to be friends with Kid Cudi. That motherfucker's too sad for my liking, bro. That's not my vibes, bro. <laughs> That's don't hang around me, man. I can listen to you choose, but we can't hit the club together. He's the type of guy you be in the club and he's like, "Hey, bro, this leave this ain't for popping." I'm like, what you mean, bro? The banners are out, the drinks are flowing, right there, nowhere, bro. He'd be one of them ones to the girls, so you don't need to do this, you know. You can live a better life. Oh my god, dude. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. <laughs> damn, damn, fuck it. But damn, this album for me, nine. 9.5, I'm saying. From Friday, you oh, really did it. How many listens have you given? How many it? listens? 20 million. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, we have to we have to remember that Wig specifically said that Kid Cudi is like one of the greatest artists. Yeah, he's one of his favourite artists. No, okay. one of my favourites. So we, we have to like standardise his answers and take a 4.5 of the score in it just to make it like a We're saying that, that aligns with my score. I'd give it like a solid, solid 8. Solid 8, 7.5. That's where I'm at. In that, in that scale, I said seven point five. Like I said, I, the, my a solid eight. <laughs> nah, it's, it's a good album, man. I liked it. It's something I definitely feel like I'll go back to. Fair enough. Fair play. I said in the mobile show, I forgot to say I wanted to mention how uh, most of the male artists cannot perform to save their lives. Like they oh, can't. Yeah. We're not breeding artists in the UK. Yeah, we don't they artists. are like the standard is literally on the floor. Like it's nuts. No moving around. Is there anyone, is there anyone particularly you're you're um, referring no, to? No stage, pre- no stage presence at all. Most of them, bro. Now, when I saw um, Young T and Bugsy, and I liked their songs, but then performing, I was like, bro, this is just that's crazy. What they're one thing standing. I will say though, one thing I will say is like, I'm I'm not really a performer like that, right? But I can imagine if you're performing, you're feeding off the energy of the crowd. When you've got nah, no man, crowd, no, nah, but still, man, you gotta feel your music because Miss, ba- you know what it is here. The women, I'll give them that. They were like the production, Tiana Major Nine, was choreography, the- all that stuff. Yeah, choreography. Miss Banks was, you know, the production. Everything. When it comes, maybe it's because for them they need. What kind of choreography you trying to see from Young T and Bugsy, please? No, it's not that. It's just, nah, not Kevin saying energy of like production and like backing dancers and what like bring a performance. Like I don't think. Yeah, you know what I mean. And them here can perform, whereas the women can. Like they're bringing source. And swag to the stage like them. I don't see that from the man the minute. Like also another thing, Chris. Apart from Koji, Koji's performance was good. Yeah, go on, Tim. Yeah, Chris, another thing you're saying, you're like, you know how you said oh you're feeding off the your feet when you're performing, you're feeding off the crowd energy. You know yeah. when you're a music video shoot, you're literally got like a 
10 cameras on you and it's just people there. They play the song one time and you go act like you're having the best time in the what? world. You yeah, act okay. like you are in the zone. And some of these videos, they're in green screen. So whatever you're supposed to be in the background, you can't even see it, bro. You're just That's in a, a green flag. You get more than one opportunity to do that. You can get take after take after take after take to get it right. In a live performance, that one time. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it goes back to what you're saying. We're not breeding. Because like, I said, UK has, they hasn't been really known to kind of perform, perform like that anyway. Maybe it's new in it. But from what I see, boy, I don't really I think, I think the issue is more like that. We're not breeding artists in this UK. We're just saying, you make popular music, go out there and make as much money for us as possible. And then we'll yeah. throw you in the bin when we're done. Fair enough. But yeah, that's... that's, that's, that's yeah, a more good note to end on. But. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, gents, you already know what time it is. I've been Chris, Wegs, Dwayne, Tevin, Dan. Thank you very much for clocking into the Part-Timers podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Like, share, send to your friends, send to your side things, send to your mug, send to your margin side things, whatever it is, man. Just make sure this gets everywhere. Once again, thank you very much for clocking into the Part-Timers podcast. I'm dead. Message of margin side things, you know. <laughs>